Do you feel like keto has to be boring and bland? It doesn't. And I have three different downloadable recipe guides for you over at drlisao.com forward slash keto cookbooks. You can grab them all for 20 bucks. I have an entire book on keto-friendly desserts, keto-friendly appetizers, cocktails, and mocktails, and an entire recipe guide. So don't struggle through the holiday season trying to figure out what you're going to eat to keep your diet in check. I've got you all hooked up. DrLisaO.com forward slash keto cookbooks or click the link below. What's the secret to your hair, Dr. Lisa? I get that question so much. And what I have changed recently is using my Nourish Collagen Peptides from the Nourish Balance Thrive line. As you know, before I ever put my name on anything, I test it out for months. And so therefore, I have been using this product for a long time before it ever became available to you guys. Why am I loving this product so much more than any other ones that I've ever used? A, this is grass-fed collagen. So if you are dealing with post-COVID hair loss, if you are dealing with a Hashimoto's diagnosis or a hypo or just low thyroid diagnosis and you're losing your hair, or maybe you're noticing your hair just isn't as thick as it used to be when you were in your 20s, right? There's so many of us noticing that. You might want to add some collagen into your routine. And the Nourish Collagen Peptides is from grass-fed cows, so you're going to love that. You're not going to get all the nasty hormones or whatever else that might be in conventional products. I am always looking for the cleanest source available. What else? If you're looking in the mirror and you're noticing those laugh lines, or if you can pinch your skin and it doesn't like rebound back as fast as it used to, that means the elasticity of your skin just isn't there and we want to rebuild it, nourish it so it can thrive, right? So the Nourish Collagen Peptides will do just that. And obviously as a chiropractor, I love this because it is good for your joint health as well. So Nourish Collagen Peptides has type 1 and type 3 collagen peptides in it, which are great for, like I said, hair, skin, and nails. So if you are dealing with laugh lines or thinning hair or creaky joints, you're going to want to grab a container of the Nourish Collagen Peptides. You can mix it into your smoothies, into your coffee. You can mix it into like your brownies if you're eating that drlisao.com, click the shop link or click the link below. Hey there, Rockstar. I'm so glad you're here. I know you've been struggling for a while, trying to figure out why things just aren't changing. I've been there. I get you. I see you. I know how hard you're trying. I'm here to let you know that there's light at the end of the tunnel, and I'm here to teach you the simple steps to becoming that healthy, vibrant, best version of you. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome back to the show. Happy Thanksgiving to those of you listening in the United States. We are going to deep dive in very quickly today. I want to talk a little bit about blood sugar and keeping it in check as we're rolling into the holiday season, right? So today is Thanksgiving. And as we know, here in the United States, the typical American will put on anywhere from about five to seven pounds over the course of the next six weeks. Sometimes we're seeing 10 to 15 pounds on people in the next six weeks from Thanksgiving until New Year's. And we know exactly what we do on New Year's. We start with resolutions. And unfortunately, a lot of us will start and maybe fall off that bandwagon within a couple of days, if not a couple of weeks. And so 
Year after year, we end up how many pounds heavier and we never get that off. So let's make it different this year. Let's not even allow that weight gain to happen. Let's become aware and let's figure out where all this stuff is coming from so that way we can make healthier decisions. So let's talk a little bit about hormones. I know we talk a lot about sugar on the show and all of the carbohydrates in our diet that break down into sugar or glucose in our system. And backing it up even further, we can either be a fat burner or we can be a sugar burner. As you know, most of us are sugar burners because our diets have so many carbohydrates and we have trained our bodies to burn sugar for fuel rather than tapping into our fat stores for sugar. So as we see typically what happens as we start off, you know, if just think of Typical America, the standard American diet, that sad diet, we start off our mornings with cereal and milk, right? Two different, we have grains, we have milk, so we have lactose and we have carbohydrates from the grains that are breaking down into sugar. And so what happens is the blood sugar increases in our body. Our body obviously, it breaks down, it goes into the system, our blood sugar levels increase. And so our body has a perfect hormonal cascade that happens to bring that level back down, which means also sugar is a shorter fuel source versus fat burning. And then that's why we're hungry mid-morning. You know, I always think back to school days, like in elementary school, starting out my morning with whatever cereal, and I was starving by the time I got to school again. That's why short bursts of energy and then you're hungry again and your stomach's growling for how many hours until lunchtime. But then as as an adult, right, we're grabbing for those snacks. Maybe it's a donut, maybe it's a bagel, it's more carbohydrates. And so again, our blood sugar is increasing and then it drops. And then we go for lunch. And what do we do for lunch? Maybe it's a burger with the bun and all of this other stuff and the fries and the soda pop and all of that Again, blood sugar goes up, our body has to counteract it with insulin insulin and glucagon and all of these beautiful hormones. But as we know, after the years of doing this, that's when the body will kind of break down and say, hey, time out, I can't do this anymore. And our pancreas, which promotes or, or uh, creates insulin, our bodies become resistant to insulin. And we start seeing certain things happening like diabetes. And you've heard me say this over and over on the podcast. We are now seeing type 2 adult onset, what used to be called adult onset diabetes, which is something that took decades of really poor eating patterns to develop. We're now seeing type 2 adult onset, and I say that in air quotes right now, but we're seeing that in young kids now. So what used to take decades of poor eating habits is now happening really fast in these kids because of the way that we are just feeding everybody with our typical American diet, our standard American diet. So if you've been listening to the podcast, I know you're choosing better. I know you're doing different options and you're learning the simple steps to help keep your blood sugar in check, right? If you're checking your blood sugar in the morning, you know where it should be. Right, I know um, the medical model typically will say anything from like 90 to you know 110, 120 is okay for a fasting blood sugar, and then as you look, anything over 125 is basically diabetes. Um, there is that little number in between between normal blood sugar and what they say is diabetic as pre-diabetes. 
But if you've listened to the earlier podcast, like the one that I did with JJ Virgin, you know that a blood sugar, a fasting blood sugar in the morning of 90 or higher increases the risk of Alzheimer's. And we all also know that Alzheimer's is type three diabetes. So it's diabetes of the brain. So sugar, all sorts of forms, just because it's the holiday season for the next six weeks doesn't mean we get a free pass, right? We still want to make some conscious decisions here. But I also want you to have fun, right? I'm not telling you to not enjoy the holidays, but if you walk in with some framework, it's going to be so much easier. And I you know, will tell you, you're not going to end up 10 pounds heavier by January 1st. So what are some certain things and what can we do to make sure that we're choosing better? How about this? You know, Wednesday night before Thanksgiving is the biggest bar night of the year. So hopefully you're listening to this as you're listening to this Thanksgiving morning. You were not out late last night. But if you were, if you checked your blood sugar, it's probably not going to be amazing right now. Right. We know lack of sleep is not good for blood sugar. All that excess alcohol in the evening is not great for blood sugar, right? Eating late is not good for your fasting blood sugar in the morning. So where are you at this morning? Uh, If you started out, you're rolling in with only a couple of hours of sleep, you know, Let's see if we can do better and choose longer sleeping windows because, again, just sleep in and of itself. By resting, when you sleep, your body heals. Like I, I love all of this, but it's also, you think of it, if you've only got a couple hours of sleep, your cortisol is going to be out of control. And therefore, when your cortisol increases, then we're going to see changes in the blood sugar as well. So don't start out exhausted. Make sure you're getting a good night's rest. All right. I also want you to manage expectations. Are you going to go in and just realize you're going to walk in, you're going to end up in the tricky coma later? Or are you going to just kind of think, well, we're going to do do okay. I want to maybe indulge in the carbohydrate-laden stuffing because that's a typical, you know, that's our Thanksgiving. If that's where you're at, that's fine. That's okay. You don't have to go in and say, I am not cheating. Like if you feel and you've got that willpower, kudos to you. I want you to do that. But I also don't want you, if you are sitting here thinking, I'm going to feel so guilty if I indulge in that, I do not want you to feel guilt because what happens in the body with that is not going to be good either. So I want you to manage expectations. Yes, have some stuffing if you want the stuffing, but maybe not a plate full of the stuffing. All right, so let's be smart about our carbs. And being smart about our carb count means we're going to start out with good, healthy protein first and good quality fats. Why? Because they keep you satiated longer and they're also going to keep your blood sugar more stable. So do not walk in and start eating the carbohydrates first on your Thanksgiving plate. Don't walk in and start out with... I don't even know what people would start out with, but you know, the hors d'oeuvres or whatever it is that are all sugar laden or high carb, uh, you know, hors d'oeuvres, pick the good proteins first. If you know where you're going for Thanksgiving is not going to have that as an option, maybe start with the good protein snack at home before you leave. Whether you have some hard boiled eggs at home or some beef sticks or something like that first, or if you're going to be eating later, you know, do something. Make sure you're not 
fasting all the way until seven o'clock at night if that's not what you're used to doing because you will be so hungry. If, if you're sitting here thinking, I'm going to save my calories and only and eat it all tonight, but you've never done that before, you're more than likely going to consume a lot of calories at seven o'clock tonight, right? If you are used to fasting that long, and that's a whole nother story, but I don't want you to sit here and think like, I am going to put all my meals in one today and you haven't ever done that because more than likely you might end up eating a whole lot more than you ever intended. So A, be smart about your cards, your carbs. Make sure you're loading up on all those good proteins, the good fats first. And guess what? By the time you get to your carbs, you're probably not going to feel the need to consume as many as you would have if you would have just started out. And your blood sugar is going to stay more stable. All right. I also want you to make sure you're drinking adequate enough water. I don't like a ton of water straight up with your meals because then that, that. My Nourish Balance Thrive supplement line has finally arrived. I am so excited to share them with you all. I have been taking the products for months now to test them first. And now that they are here for you, I want to share with you my favorite product of all of them. They're all really amazing. But this one is the Nourish Liver Support. We talk about toxicity a lot on the pod from our food and our environment to the air that we breathe and the water that we drink. And as you've heard me say, if we're not getting rid of toxins, on a daily basis, they're going to store in certain areas of your body, kind of think of it being stored in your fat. So as I've told so many of my patients over the years, if they're struggling with weight loss, one reason could be an overburdened body because you've just got so many extra toxins being stored in the fat and your body won't release that fat. So we've got to be able to help filter the stuff out and your liver is a filter. So the Nourish Liver Support, I absolutely love. You can check it out at drlisao.com. Click on shop or just click the link below. I want to introduce you to my newest product, Balance Tea, in my Nourish Balance Thrive line. What is Balance Tea? This is balancing out testosterone. It might just be the supplement that you've been missing in your entire routine. Ladies, I don't want you to freak out thinking this is only for men. This is also for you. We need testosterone in the right amounts to promote lean, sexy muscle. So if you are realizing you're doing your workouts, you're not really gaining muscle mass, you can't figure out what's going on, you might want this product. So I absolutely love it. I noticed a huge change in my workouts immediately after I started testing it out. So check it out. Grab a bottle for you. Grab a bottle for your hubby. You're going to love it. Click the link below. Otherwise, drlisao.com and then click on the shop button. Um that will, what causes your stomach acid to be more diluted, right? So it's going to be a little bit more difficult to digest. So I like your water prior to your meals. So the good guideline, if you don't know how to stay hydrated, is to take your body weight in pounds, divide it in two, and that's how many ounces of water you should be consuming every single day. So for example, if you are 150 pounds, divide that into 75 ounces of water is what you are looking to consume every single day. I always tell our patients in the practice, it's usually about eight to 10 glasses of water. Um, and especially now, right? Especially in, in North America, our heat is on full blast. It is so cold outside. We've got our furnaces running, super dry. We need more water. Um, if you're going to indulge in alcohol, 
make sure you are properly hydrated, right? I'm not sitting here to tell you to not drink at all, but if you do have alcohol, it'd be better to do it with your meal, right? That's going to not be such a direct absorption into your bloodstream and choose a lesser carb count option, right? It's probably not the syrupy drinks. Probably don't do those things, but look for, you know, lower carb count would be like, uh, you know, your hard alcohol mixed with some soda water, not necessarily a Coca-Cola mixed with your hard alcohol, but literally like your, your Pellegrino, your um, tonic waters have got a little bit of carbs in it, but more like your soda waters. You know, wine does have some carbohydrates, but it's not as high as thinking of something like a pina colada, right? So again, do it strategically. If you have it with your meal, it's going to slow the absorption. If you're doing it on an empty stomach, you know the ramifications of that one. I want you to be aware of your portion sizes as you're filling things on your plate. So if you think of it, like a cup of food is about a fist size, right? You know, we're probably not measuring our food all day long, but at least these are the things that, that give you an idea of, of what you're putting on your plate. So the size of your palm is a good serving of protein, right? So three ounces, think of that. That's about the palm of your hand. So that's about a serving of protein. Sometimes you want some more. So think of that with your turkey, whatever it is that you have on, on your table tomorrow for Thanksgiving or today for Thanksgiving. Um, a tablespoon, thinking if you're throwing some butter or something on there, about the size of your thumb. So some good ideas with that. I also want you to realize that it takes probably 20 minutes for your brain to catch up with what is going on in your stomach. All right. We all know that Thanksgiving full feeling. And this is the hormone leptin. And the majority of us in the United States are leptin resistant. So what happens, leptin is what tells us, stop eating, you're full. It's the satiety hormone, right? We are satiated, we are full. And unfortunately, when we are resistant to leptin, we can't tell that. So I'm going to be talking to you in future podcast episodes about ways to help balance out leptin to really get your brain in check. So that way you will stop eating when you are actually full because you can tell when you're full. So here's the deal. Eat a little bit slower and recognize that it might be a few more minutes before you realize that you're full. Because we all know that classic, you know, somebody sitting there with their pants undone watching the football games after eating Thanksgiving lunch, right? Because they ate way too much. Let's not really strive to have that Thanksgiving fullness. I want you to realize like, hey, there's going to be a lot of desserts. We know that. If that is important to you, you can have dessert, but maybe think of not the huge slice. Maybe a bite will be enough. If you are one that has not been doing a lot of sugar and you decide to do sugar now, you're going to realize how sweet it is. And you might be completely just okay with one bite versus an entire slice of pie. So, recognize that and just know that you will probably see a spike in blood sugar. And you will also notice if you haven't been indulging in sugar, you're going to see how your body reacts to it, right? You're probably going to notice how tired you get afterwards because you're going to have that spike and then that sharp drop. Also, it would also be great if you can go out and do a little bit of a walk after the meal, right? Get things moving, so that way we can help normalize blood sugar a little bit easier. And the biggest thing, I do not want you to beat yourself up. If everything goes off the rails at Thanksgiving meals, 
do not beat yourself up because that's the worst thing that you can do, right? So I want you to recognize your mistakes and correct from them for the next time. But hopefully here are some little tips and tricks to help make your Thanksgiving more healthy, a healthier option for you. And we can help keep our blood sugar in check. So that way we're not totally on this roller coaster up and down. And that way, walking into the new year of 2023, we are doing a-okay. And we're not like looking at that scale 10 pounds heavier trying to figure out what just happened in the last six weeks. All right, you guys have an amazing Thanksgiving. Enjoy your day. If you want to find out more information, if you want to have a a discovery call, head on over to drlisao.com where you can book your call. Did you like that episode? I absolutely love having the opportunity to interview some of the best and brightest guests and to share them with all of you. So if I may ask you a huge favor, I would love it if you went on over to Apple Podcast and gave us a review. I personally read each and every one of them as they come in and I am always inspired by your feedback. So I would be so appreciative if you did that. And here is the legalese. All content provided by Dr. Lisa Olszewski and her guests in her programs, including this podcast, her website, summits, and other platforms, is for educational and informational purposes only. Always seek the advice of your physician or another qualified health provider before you make any changes to your health routine, especially related to this content. Ask your physician questions about medical conditions. No statement has been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration, and products mentioned or discussed in these programs are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I hear it all the time. How do I get my kids to eat fruits and vegetables? How can I get them to take a multivitamin? Or even for our adults, I hate fruits and vegetables. How do I incorporate some of the great benefits of this? This is why I created the Nourish Super Greens and Super Reds. You are going to love them. They are all organic. You have organic green blend and an organic red antioxidant blend. But what else I love about this... I brought in immune support as well. So we have such amazing superfoods, all of the different mushrooms that are in there, along with digestive enzymes. And you can just mix it into your smoothie. You can mix it into some water, but it tastes good. There are no added sugars. You're going to love it. So just click the link below or go to drlisao.com and click the shop button.